Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast, your place for those Walt Disney World planning tips and tricks and beyond. But today, we're sticking with the mouse and continuing the resort series. We're getting into the moderate resorts in the next couple weeks, so stick around for those if you want to know all Walt Disney World has to offer in the moderate category. This is episode 152, Port Orleans, Riverside. Hey friends, happy Friday to you. Hope that you are doing well, have had a good week, and thanks for hanging out with me to uh, get your Disney fix whenever you're listening. Now, it may be controversial even how I intro the episode. Port Orleans, Port Orleans. If you're from that, you know, area of New Orleans, New Orleans, you probably know better how to say it, but I just go with what naturally comes out. So we are in the moderate resort category right now looking at Port Orleans Riverside. And you do want to clarify because there are actually two Port Orleans resorts technically. Look, I'm saying I'm sorry. Orleans, Orleans. I'm just going to hop back and forth. I apologize. Um, So today we're looking at Riverside. Next week we'll look at French Quarter. But these are what I call sister resorts. They're right beside each other. Um, It's a little bit of a walk, but you could very easily kind of walk between them if you wanted to enjoy something at another um, or vice versa. So Good deal. I always like staying in a sister resort situation where there's another resort right by that I can walk to. And that is pretty common for most Disney resorts. But let's get into Riverside. So first thing we're going to talk about is location. Port Orleans, both of these resorts are closest to Epcot, if we're looking at theme parks, also pretty close to Typhoon Lagoon. Um, Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach, the two water parks, have kind of been alternating when they're open. So don't plan to stay there to go to Typhoon Lagoon if it's not its opening time. Just keep that in mind. You are also really, really close to Disney Springs at this resort. And that is one of the pros is that there is actual water taxi transportation over to Disney Springs. Now, you're not right there at it. We'll talk about Saratoga Springs, which is the resort that's literally right across from Disney Springs. Um, But still nice to just have that other mode of transportation that you can take um, on the Sasagula River, I believe is what it's called. It, it does take a little while to get there. We're not like a quick little boat ride, but if you're up for a scenic route, I think it can be great. All right, let's talk about amenities and different offerings at this resort. Um, so there are two main sections in Port Orleans Riverside. You have the Alligator Bayou section. And then the other section, I can't find the official name, but think more like Southern Mansion Plantation style. So two kind of very different vibes happening. One is a little bit more polished, more upscale. And then the other side with Alligator Bayou is much more like woodsy feeling, darker tones, that kind of situation going on. This is a large resort um, with lots of the buildings kind of grouped together. Um, You have one main pool. So you've got your main lobby, obviously, where you come in. That's got your gift shop 
shop. It's got your medicine show arcade. And then you have multiple food options here because you're in the moderate resort category. So we're no longer just looking at our one food court and that's it. You do have your Riverside meal, which is your food court. But then you also have Boatwright's Dining Hall. You've got River Roost. Um, There is a pianist that is normally there kind of playing some nights um, at boat rights and then you've got Fulton's General Store which like I said is your gift shop so a lot of stuff happening right there in the main lobby then you've got your marina at the back where you can do little bike and boat rentals you'll see people riding bikes kind of in between the two resorts and you can go out and do a few little things on the marina but then that's your Sasagula River again that will take you to Disney Springs behind your main lobby you've got the main pool your feature pool. Um, Again, this is where you're going to have your music playing, your games going on in the afternoon. There's a playground back there as well as the Muddy Rivers pool bar. And then the rest of the resort is kind of spread out semicircle from that. There are five other pools at this resort. So five quiet pools. That's really nice because regardless of what section you're in, there's probably a pool not too many steps from your room that you can enjoy. Um, One thing I want to note it now because I'm afraid I'll forget, this resort does not have elevators. And so if you are not on the bottom floor, again, it doesn't go very tall. These aren't like 10-story buildings. I I have stayed here and I can't remember right now. It's either two or three stories. Um, But yeah, if you are not on the bottom floor, you will have to bring your things up the stairs. So just keep that in mind. You might want to put in a request for the bottom floor, um, especially if you have someone, you know, in a scooter or wheelchair, that kind of situation where that will really be necessary. So yeah, six pools total, lots of space here, lots going on. But again, I think it's really cool that you really have the two distinct sections between Alligator Bayou and more of the mansion plantation style. And that even carries over to the landscaping, how the pools are themed. Um, And this can be a fun resort just to walk through and see the different theming throughout it. All right, areas we already kind of touched on, Alligator Bayou and the mansion style, but now let's get into room types, and Port Orleans Riverside has a lot. All right, now, you really, the biggest change is the view here. You have just a standard view, which you're not going to be seeing anything special. You're going to see a parking lot. You have a woods view where... You're not going to see any water necessarily, but there'll be trees and things. So this kind of gets a little fishy, exactly what is a woods view. Um, Then you have a pool view or a river view. So pool view, obviously, you're going to be right there seeing one of those five pools. There really aren't rooms right by the main pool just because of the body of water that's kind of around it. So you're going to have a pool view of one of those smaller quiet pools. They also have a river view. So again, that body of water, that Sasagula that's kind of going through the middle and then toward Disney Springs, you could have a view of that. And they also have 
preferred views. So, or a preferred room. That's going to be right there closer to the lobby, closer to that main pool. Really save your feet a lot of walking, which I'll talk about a little bit later. So, five different views and five different categories basically here, but then it kind of extends from there. There's also the option to get a king bedroom. So, all of those other five categories I talked about, the default there is just two queens. If you want to get a king, you can pay a little bit more for that. And then the standard and woods view both have the option for the fifth sleeper pull-down bed. And this is really what kind of sets this resort apart and can make it a hot commodity. If you have a group of five, this is one of the lowest cost ways that you can get everyone in a room because a lot of Disney rooms sleep four. You do have the family suites at some of the values like Art of Animation and Um, all-star music that we looked at, but this is a really nice option if you have that party of five. So just to give you an idea on pricing, the standard room here at Port Orleans Riverside runs about $300 a night. Again, I'm pricing out a date, a week in June. I'll get more into the specifics of that when I get to the quote. All the way up to that preferred room is running about $370 a night. And then your different views kind of fall in between. The fifth sleeper ends up being about 20 more dollars a night to add that on. But I've stayed in one of these fifth sleeper rooms. Now, this is going to be a stretch if you have five adults in a room. You can do it. But the fifth sleeper, it's really cute. It just pulls out from the wall um, that the TV is on. And there's a cute little mural inside. But it is a tiny bed. So it's great for that like tween or kiddo to sleep on. May not be the favorite thing for an adult to sleep on. All right, and then we have one more room category here, and that is the royal room. So over in kind of that mansion plantation section, they have newly remodeled royal princess rooms. These can sleep four. They don't have that fifth sleeper option, but they just have these beautiful, really elegant little princess touches. I think there's a real heavy nod to Princess Tiana because we are in that Orleans, you know, southern flair, but these are super fun. My family is actually going to stay in these for the first time when we go in November. So I'm excited, especially for my daughter to see that. And there's just lots of, like I said, little special hidden and discreet Disney princess touches in there. So if you have a princess lover. I mean, really, unless you're going to stay at Grand Floridian, which isn't necessarily princess themed, I think that's as close as you get to like a Royal Regal experience. So this is really nice that this is offered at a moderate resort and you can get that princess touch. I feel like people fall into two camps. They either want to be in their Disney room and be slapped in the face with Disney theming and know they're at Walt Disney World, or they want something, you know, subtle, more elegant, not hit over the face with it. I feel like this is just a nice medium. Now, for price reference, again, the standard room here runs about $300 a night for this week in June that I'm looking at. A royal princess room is about $100 more per night. So, $390 
400. Um, so just keep that in mind. But I think, again, this can be a fun little touch. Now, there are fewer of these rooms. So you'll definitely want to make sure if that's something you want, you book that earlier than later. And I'll also add, when you book a standard room, a pool view room, whatever, you're not guaranteeing what side of the resort you're on. So you're not guaranteeing that alligator bayou. You're not guaranteeing that, um, you know, mansion antebellum style. So that is a request that you can call and put in. That is something your travel agent can request for you. What would be helpful is to pull up a map of the resort and even note the building number you'd like to be in. Again, if it's really close to the main lobby, that's considered preferred. So you're not going to get that without paying for it. And there's also a few specifications. Like if you do that fifth sleeper, that's only going to apply to certain buildings. Um, But definitely, if you have a preference, you can do a little research and pick the building that would be best for you. All right, let's get into our cost and a sample quote. Again, these sample quotes are not set in stone. They are at the time of recording what I pulled. It is not a guaranteed price for you and your family, but I would love to put together a quote for you and your family and your travel party. Just email me or check out the info in the show notes. But let's get to our sample quote. So this is for June 9th through 15th. That's a Sunday to a Saturday in 2024 with two adults and two kiddos. So I already kind of talked about room prices here. But if you did a package with your room and four days of base tickets for all four people in your party, you're looking at a total of about $4,444. So all the fours. Um, Just to kind of give you a little reference point here, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, the least expensive value resorts, the all-stars, a package over there would be about $3,700. And then if you stayed at Pop Century Value Resort on the Skyliner, you're closer to about $4,000. So you're looking at about $400 more to kind of upgrade to this moderate level. And we'll talk more about pros and cons of that in a second. Now, one other quote that I wanted to bring your way that I have haven't done before is to look at adding the dining plan for this party. So they have their week in the hotel. They have their four days of park tickets. Let's say they want to look at adding on one of the dining plans. So there are two. There's the quick service dining plan, which in a nutshell gets you to kind of fast food, quick service meals a day, a snack and your refillable mug at the resort for each night of your stay. Okay, that's important. So you're getting credits for everybody to have those meals on your check in day because that's the night you stay there every day you're staying at the hotel, but not on your check out day. However, you can use any remaining credits on your check out day. You just won't be getting an additional set dining plans all or nothing. You got to get it for your whole stay. You have to get it for everyone in your party. Definitely go back. I'll link in the show notes to my other episodes about the dining plan. Is it worth it? Kind of laying out how it works if you want more info. But here's the deal. The quick service plan that I talked about for these four people would take your total from about $4,444 to about $5,611. So you're paying just a little over a thousand bucks, but you've got most of the meals for everyone taken care of. 
if you want to do the table service dining plan where you're getting one of those sit down meals, this can be, you know, character meal, buffet, that kind of thing. One quick service meal, a snack and that refillable mug for everyone. Then you're looking at a total cost of about $6,320. Okay, so those are just some estimates for you. But just to kind of get you thinking if this might be a resort you want to stay at, what your different options are with tickets and the dining plan. Obviously, more tickets, fewer tickets, add on park hopper, whatever you want to do. All right, now let's get into pros and cons. So some pros of this resort. I love the fifth sleeper option. It is just such an affordable way to have five people in a room. Um, This is great too for like, if you're doing run Disney races, or if you're doing an adult trip, and you're not going to be in the room a lot, and you want to split that room cost five ways, like great, great savings here. Also, just if you have a larger family or larger group going, love this option. Um, Another great pro as we get into this moderate resort category is you just have more options to choose from when it comes to food. You don't have to just do that quick service food court all the time. You can do a sit-down restaurant. Um, At some of these resorts, the sit-down restaurants are kind of hot priority. You want to get a reservation. But I feel like at most of the moderates, you can have some luck with maybe just checking your app, walking up, joining the walk-up wait list. They're not quite as coveted as those deluxe resort restaurants are. And then I love that you have the option of boat transportation, taking that to Disney Springs. So you don't just have to rely on buses. You can have that kind of scenic view. Love the water around the middle of the resort. Main pool is really fun and also really enjoy that there are multiple pools throughout the property so that you don't always have to trek all your stuff to the main one in the center. Okay, now let's talk a little bit about cons. Um, I'll start with, well, we'll just start here. It's big resort. Most of the moderates are. And while I don't mind walking, while I, I don't think I've ever paid for a preferred room, okay, It's just not that fun when your room is the farthest possible place from the lobby. Now, here's another pro. This resort has internal busing and multiple bus stops. So our value resorts tend to have one bus stop right in the front. You got to go to the main lobby to get on the bus. That is not how it works at Port Orleans Riverside. I believe that it makes four stops. It makes one at the front lobby, and then there are three kind of going around the back of the resort. So last time I stayed here, I was in like the furthest building in the Alligator Bayou section from the main lobby. So when someone wanted some food or to go to that main pool, yeah, it was a trick. But what was really nice is that there was a bus stop right outside where my building was. And it was also the first bus stop that the bus came to. So that's another thing to consider that kind of falls on the con list. It is possible that that bus comes up and picks up people at stop one to take them to Epcot. And then it picks up people at stop two to take them to Epcot. And then the bus is full and it does not make it to stop three and stop four. Again, Disney is great with their buses. They know that like, you know, people, especially in the mornings, are trying to get places. They're going to send more buses, but that can just be a little frustrating. I was at stop one 
it pretty much always worked out well in my favor. But if you're not, then it might be, you know, you may be waiting a little longer for transportation. And that's kind of another thing that falls in the con list here. Um, Now that Disney's added, you know, the Skyliner and the monorail, all of those things, it really is a bit of a con when a resort only has bus transportation. So that's just something you'll want to take in mind if you like to get places quickly and efficiently. You are just waiting on the bus situation here. And then lastly, y'all, this just isn't my vibe for a resort. I've never stayed in the mansion side. I've only been in Alligator Bayou. So that may be part of the reason. I should have much more of like a connection to this resort because it's actually the first one I ever stayed at on my very first trip. Now I was 12. I do not remember really anything. I have an awful memory, if you want to know. Short term things, great. Long term, only special things make it in there. Um, So yeah, I, I should have a connection, but I really don't. And so I just don't love the like mossy grass bayou feel. There are other moderate resorts, especially my favorite resort, that I would kind of rather stay at in this category. But if that is your vibe, awesome. You love it in the Alligator Bayou or in the Antebellum Mansion and just enjoy yourself. All right, my friends. So those are just my thoughts on Port Orleans Riverside. All it has to offer, I think, a great option to jump up into that moderate category, but still have a good price point for what you're getting and those Disney amenities that you are enjoying. So if you've been enjoying the podcast, as always, I ask you take just a second, go leave a rating, leave a review. It helps others find us. And if you want help planning your own magical vacation, check out the show information. You can find my social media handles. Email me. I would love to get a quote for you. And maybe we'll just stay at Port Orleans Riverside and get you in that ideal room for your situation. But as always, my friends, I thank you so very much for listening and hope you have a magical day. Bye-bye.